Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for December the 1st. We have been doing these videos for the better part of forever, since March. And here we are, it's December the 1st as we do this. And here's the blessing of December the 1st. I'm not going to make a comment anymore on, on, on the time that we've done this. But I want to talk about what time it is. It is the first week of Advent. This last Sunday, November 29th, was, was the first Sunday of Advent. We lit the first candle of Advent, and it was the Advent of hope. And hope is something that, that gives us an anchor, a foundation to stand on. It, it helps us have things to rely on and be dependent on. It's the things that motivates us to keep going. And I want us to pray about that today on this December the 1st uh, conversation of our reflection on Sunday. So hope is, the concept of hope is something that I would prefer to have a group discussion about. And we will definitely be doing that on our Zoom uh, meeting that we have for each Tuesday for our Bible studies. But today's going to be unique. I'm going to be a little vulnerable for you today. I'm going to share something with you that, that feeds my hope. It's something with you that inspires me and keeps me going. But for the better part of 10 years, my daughter and I have done a podcast. And that podcast's silly little name is called Comics in Christ. And through Comics in Christ, uh, the, the kid and I have talked on an audio uh, internet setting and, and have tried to tie imagery of popular culture in with the message of the face of salvation, the message of Jesus Christ. And we've had some fun talks over the years just through this silly podcast and, and sharing together uh, time of talking about Christ and talking about things that we like. So there's a place where hope has come out of, out of moments of worry. So this year, for us at North Coast United Methodist Church, we've had to shift everything hard into a video audio format. We, we are still having in-person services, but there's minimal, minimal prayer services, no more than 10 or 15 people a service, and and it's us doing everything that we can do to do things right. Um, but here's the funny thing. We never know where our, where our hope is anchored until that we take things that God has brought joy in our lives to do. And, and then we find ourselves doing it in a grander scheme and, and sharing the message of Jesus Christ through it. Everything that my oldest daughter and I have been doing since March has been rooted in some way in the foundation of this podcast that she and I have done since she was since she was 11 years old, 10 years old. Of no, she's not 20. I uh, <laughs> we've been doing it for 10 years, so she was either 8 8 or seven or eight years old that we've been doing this. And 
And here we are. We're just in this moment that we're using all the principles and the theories, and we've applied it to our our church life. And I the the reason I'm sharing all this, and I I kind of already introduced the statement. Our, our hope can pop out of nowhere, and it's really deep rooted in things that we would never have expected them to come from. And in many many times, it's deep rooted, and it comes out of places that we find a great deal of fun and a great deal of enjoyment through. So today for our, um, our, our reflection on Sunday, I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable with you, and I'm going to share with you Comics in Christ. Now let me, let, let me share another little personal point with you. For years upon years, this podcast, a podcast is an audio internet radio show. So it's like listening to the radio on your iPhone or Android phone or what what have you. But because of what we have been doing at North Coast United Methodist Church, my oldest daughter and I said, hey, what if we did all this stuff with the podcast and we could put it on YouTube like we're doing church? So now what's happened, because years ago we've been using all this electronic stuff to talk about Jesus, and now we have to use electronic stuff to talk about Jesus. So now we reach all the way around where it comes full circle. And because of what we've been doing with our video worship service and our video reflective time, that we've started using that with the podcast now. So today we're going to introduce this on, um, on our reflective service, but we're going to have a completely separate YouTube channel, my daughter and I, and now we're going to start doing our podcast as a video because of the hope and the inspiration that we've gotten as a family from putting the worship services together. So thank you for dealing with that long uh, explanation. If I was to give you a closing thought and our closing prayer idea, uh, what I would encourage you to do is to pray over ways that you can take something that gives you love and joy that inspires you, like doing this podcast as for my daughter and I. Find ways to apply it into your faith life and interact with other people like we've been doing with the YouTube and the and the podcast for our church services. And then see how much more it grows and how much bigger it can get as we continue to allow God to light the candle of hope in our lives and inspire us to new things. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. Uh, please enjoy uh, uh, me being vulnerable with you, my church family, and sharing with you this personal hobby. And welcome to the first episode of Comics in Christ. I'm going to be looking at the life of the Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne. And I want to pull some imagery from the life of Bruce Wayne and celebrate with you our journey as people trying to, to figure out who we are in the place of our faith and our walk with Jesus Christ. So I'm really excited to do this with you. Uh, years ago, when Chris Nolan's uh, Batman Begins uh, came out, and, and I saw it in the theaters. I was still in seminary when the movie came out. I saw Batman Begins as sort of this, this confirmation journey of Bruce Wayne trying to figure out his identity 
Bruce Wayne trying to figure out who that he would become. So through this journey, we're going to have movie clips. We're going to have references. We are going to use Batman Begins and begin to construct a journey of our faith life and to find out our identity as we look at Bruce Wayne, find his identity in what will become him becoming the bat. So today is going to be fun. I want to use some imagery about how even Batman needs someone to teach him and protect him. The first thing, the first imagery that I want to pull from this Chris Nolan movie is a phrase that's first uttered to Bruce Wayne when he's a small child and he falls in and discovers what would become the Batcave. He, he falls into this well and he falls down there and there's all sorts of bats and everything everywhere. It's actually where he develops this sort of childhood phobia of bats that would one day become his image of fear that he strikes in the hearts of the rogues gallery in Gotham City. Now, when Bruce Wayne falls in this well, in the Chris Nolan mythos of of the Batman uh, origin story, we see an image of Thomas Wayne. And Thomas Wayne was a doctor in Gotham City, a very successful philanthropist as well. And uh, Thomas Wayne is, is rappelling down into the well where Bruce falls into. And he picks him up and pulls him out of the well and takes him inside. And Thomas Wayne utters a very important phrase. I'll set the bone and take him for an x-ray later. Very good, sir. I'm very sorry, sir. Don't I've worry, it's fine. Took quite a fall, didn't we, Master Bruce? And why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. Why do we fall down? Why do we fall down? And the response that Thomas Wayne gives to his young son, Bruce, is so we can learn to get back up. Why do we fall down, Bruce? So we can learn to get back up. In this first part of what I hope to be a really fun time with you guys, we are going to look at what it means to make mistakes. And it's really it's fine to make mistakes. We, we were born as, as flawed beings, and there's times that we will make mistakes. There's times that we will fall and falter, but there's a very important thing. We need to learn how to pull ourselves up. Now, we learn how to pull ourselves up when we find the mentors in our lives. And there's so many cool and wonderful mentors that exist in our lives that we, if we look for them and listen to them, we can begin this journey of growth that will help us become 
full, well-rounded adults. There's, especially in Batman Begins, there's three visual mentors that exist in Bruce Wayne's life. There's three very visual mentors. The first of those mentors is Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's dad. And we get to have an image of Bruce Wayne's dad that we've never really had in any other canon of the existence of the bat. Uh, we really don't learn about Thomas Wayne in the comic books. In the 1966 Batman TV show, we, we don't even deal with the fact that Bruce Wayne's parents were killed uh, following a theater. In almost every movie from Tim Burton moving forward, we just see the death of Thomas and Martha Wayne, and then we move forward to an already existing Batman. In this Chris Nolan account, we get to see Bruce Wayne have interaction with his dad, Thomas Wayne. And we get to see Thomas Wayne be this fathering, nurturing image that is trying to help Bruce find his path to adulthood. Thomas Wayne teaching him a very crucial lesson. Even though that Bruce Wayne fell into this well that sparked one of his original fears, his father begins to give him the challenge of learning what it means to get back up. A caring, nurturing father image. You know, Bruce Wayne didn't always have a father image. We're kind of blessed to see this relationship that exists in the Nolan verse. But Bruce Wayne didn't always have that father walking side by side with him. When we look at the father image in our lives, the nurturing parenting images in our lives, our dads aren't always our dads. There are some very wonderful mentors who come along, who point the way, that guide the way. And even though sometimes in some family situations, the father isn't the father, we're still blessed with a nurturing parenting image to point the way for us to, to find our path to adulthood and hopefully a caring, safe path to get there. I'm blessed with so many parenting images in my life, the mentors that have come my way through growing up, uh, the music teachers, uh, the scout masters, karate teachers, chaplains in college, youth directors that have come my way. There's so many dear parenting images that have come through my life. And yes, it's definitely also my parents. I, I have that. And I have all of these other images too that came along in very crucial moments when I fell down to help me learn to get back up. As we see in Bruce Wayne, growing up, it would not be Thomas Wayne who would continue to be there to be the guide on Bruce Wayne's journey. He kind of has this surrogate father image that exists in his life in Alfred Pennyworth. Now, Alfred 
Pennysworth is the faithful butler of Wayne Manor. And Alfred Pennysworth is the one who becomes the legal guardian, the legal caregiver of a very young Bruce Wayne to walk side by side with him as a child and help point the way towards his adulthood. Now, through, through this Bible study, I want to use the imagery of Batman Begins, but I need to step out of that to have this conversation about Alfred Pennysworth. If you were a fan of the television TV show Gotham, Gotham gives this really cool imagery of how Alfred Pennysworth trains Bruce Wayne, instructs Bruce Wayne, cares for Bruce Wayne, creates a home of safety for Bruce Wayne. And even though that Bruce Wayne is not the legal son of Alfred Pennysworth, Alfred Pennysworth really becomes the true father image within his life. And he, later on in the movie, he also utters the phrase that Thomas Wayne shares to his young son, Bruce. There's a time that everything is falling down around an adult Bruce Wayne who has already found his image as the bat. And as everything is crumbling around him, and in this movie, in the Nolan verse, even Wayne Manor is burning to the ground, Alfred Pennysworth utters the phrase to Bruce, Why do we fall down, Master Bruce? So we can learn to get back up. So we have the image of the parenting father. We have the image of the mentor and the caregiver. Now here's a challenge in our life, and this is a reality. There's times that we fall down and it hurts and we make major mistakes through falling down and it's actually even to the point of almost being harmful in our lives. When we fall down and deal with these things, we also have moments that we need to realize we can still learn to get back up and to grow from those mistakes. We just need to have our foundation to stand on. Now, the foundation that Bruce Wayne stands on, the, the foundation that the bat stands on is the bat's rule. And the bat's rule is very simple. 
because of the death of his parents, because of this, the cruel killing of Thomas and Martha Wayne, the bat's rule is simple. The bat does not kill. It's when Bruce Wayne finds this image, this rule, this foundation to stand on, he helps him stay the course and move through this life-growing mission without making a major mistake. There's a third mentor in Bruce Wayne's life that exists within the Nolan verse, and he also plays a, a figure within uh, Gotham. He also plays a major figure within the comics. It's, it's Ra's al Ghul. Now, Ra's al Ghul takes a young Bruce Wayne and introduces him to the League of Shadows. And it's through Bruce Wayne's participation in the League of Shadows that gives him the combat abilities that is necessary to become the Dark Knight of Gotham City. He learns how to become one in the darkness. He learns how to fight and to defend himself. He learns what it takes to become the defender of Gotham. But there's one thing that exists within Ra's al Ghul's mentorship of Bruce Wayne that's different than the one of Thomas Wayne and the one of Alfred Pennysworth. Ra's al Ghul is setting Bruce Wayne on a path of destruction. And if Bruce Wayne follows through on that path, he becomes one that falls and never gets up. It's a really powerful image. It's an image that exists within the end of Bruce Wayne's training with the League of Shadows, and they bring a prisoner in, and Bruce Wayne has to be the one who eliminates this prisoner but it's the bat's rule that helps him make the right decision. You are ready to lead these men. You are ready to become a member of the League of Shadows. But first, you must demonstrate your commitment to justice. Wait for it! Executioner. Your compassion is a weakness your enemies will not share. That's why it's so important. It separates us from them. You want to fight criminals? This man is a murderer. This man should be tried. By whom? Corrupt bureaucrats? Criminals mock society's laws. You know this better than most. You cannot lead this man unless you are prepared to do what is necessary to defeat evil. Where would I be leading these men? Gotham. As Gotham's favored son, you will be ideally placed to strike at the heart of criminality. Now, Gotham's time has come. Like Constantinople or Rome before it, the city has become a breeding ground for suffering and injustice. It is beyond saving and must be allowed to die. This is the most important function of the League of Shadows. It is one we performed for centuries. Gotham 
must be destroyed. You can't believe in us. Raz al Ghul rescued us from the darkest corners of our own hearts. What he asks in return is the courage to do what is necessary. I will go back to Gotham and I will fight men like this, but I will not become an executioner. Bruce, please. For your own sake, there is no turning back. It's the bat's rule that helps Bruce Wayne stay on path to stay the course and do the right thing so that he can become the protector and not a part of the darkness. There's so many images and there's so many things that exist in our lives that want our attention. There's so many things that come along and exist in our lives that want to pull us down different paths. And we have to have the foundation of our rule. We have to have the foundation of what we believe in, what we use to set the standard in our life for, so that we don't move down a path that is not helpful but we move down a path that helps us grow and helps us when we fall down, learn how to stand back up. It's the bat's rule that helps Bruce Wayne not make that mistake under the training of Raish al Ghul. And it's that one rule that helps him be able to return home and to become the protector that actually by the end of the movie overcomes the darkness that's setting in. We have to look for all these things in our lives because we have all these things. We have the image of the parenting father like Thomas Wayne, even though that person may not be our dad. There's still the person who is there to care for us, to mentor us, to protect us, to set standards in our lives, to be the visual motivation to do what's right. We have that parenting image, whether or not that we're related to them. That's proven and supported in this Nolan verse conversation and throughout the mythos of the Batman as we look at Bruce's relationship in our second type of mentor. This dear parenting soul, Alfred Pennysworth, who is the side-by-side -side companion with Bruce Wayne through this journey for Bruce Wayne to discover who he is. And as long as we can find those images, as long as we can find these mentors, these guides to keep us on track, we can stay on track because we will, through our lives, run in to Ra's al Ghul's. We will run into people who come along, 
who appear to be caring for us, who appear to be trying to teach us and to train us, but there is something that's just not right. And it's something that pulls us down a path that we should have never been a part of. And it's something that actually leads to our harm instead of our betterment. And the more that we can find the healthy, caregiving mentors in our lives, like a Thomas Wayne, like an Alfred's Pennysworth, we'll be able to follow our rule and stand on our foundations and know how to avoid images in our life like a Ra's al Ghul. I want us to remember that because every time that we fall down, we can learn to get back up. Every time we fall down, it's not the last fall. It's not the worst thing in the world. There's always an opportunity to do something better and to do something next. We have to find the way to remember that our mistakes are not our ends. Our mistakes are a stepping stone to a new level of growth. Every time we fall down, we need to remember that through the grace of Jesus Christ, we have the means to get back up. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that your mistakes do not define you. Your mistakes do not define you. Your shortcomings are not your identity. And the more that we find our mentors, find our teachers, and we trust them to point the way, the more that we learn about ourselves and find the confidence to walk with the grace of Jesus Christ, the further away we get from making that one mistake that is the end, and we use the foundation of grace to fall down, to grow and get back up, and become bigger and stronger people for the process. Now we're going to go through this. We're going to look at Gotham City. We're going to look at the friends in Bruce Wayne's life. We're going to look at everything that surrounds the bat in this mythos for the next few weeks. What I hope that you find is a journey for yourself that you know that there are no mistakes that are the last mistake. There's always an opportunity to grow and find newness. And when we go through this journey, we can find our identity and faith and use it as our rule, our foundation, and do some magnificent things in the name of Jesus Christ. My name is Michael Drew Davis, and let's have fun talking about the bat. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. This has been a presentation of DWO Podcasting. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.